Another day, another dollar. <laughs> Call me Dan Shredamus. I've been on fire, y'all. Hey, a lot of people, I just told the homies, man, they called me a traitor. They called me Benedict Arnold. They called me a double agent. They called me a sellout. They said I was lying and I'm hating and there's something wrong with me. When I said Ghana wouldn't get out of the group stage of AFCON, I tried to tell y'all. I tried to say Cape Verde is going to be good. People were telling me, Cape Verde? What? I can't even name a player on their team. Yeah. Shout out to Bebe. I'm already saying it. Champagne goal of the week. United reject. Ephraim knows. What's going on, y'all, man? How y'all feeling? Bebe. Hey, man, that might be the universal goal of the week this week. <laughs> hey, man. Marcus is back from the UK. How you living, man? Hey, man. It's the bird year. It's the Shaq in Cleveland year. Whoa. For your boy. I'm just here for the rings. I'm like bird versus neat. I'm going, <laughs> I want all the smoke. I'm back from the ends, man. Jet Blue can't hold me in LaGuardia no more. Whoa. We back home, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. E-Money Bags making another front office move. How you living, man? Just fresh off the pro clubs win as well. Come on, yeah, man. Win with Ant. Another, another cousin of mine, Derek. Yeah, man, we had fun. Uh, yeah, man, everything good. Everything good. You like that new CEO signing? We're going to talk about it more later, but how you feeling about it offhand? Uh, I mean, I'll break it down a little bit more later, but yeah, man, I I feel good for now, but still wait and see. Still got to wait and see. Okay, okay. Now, Anthony, you scored a goal in this match. Ended <laughs> up being what was the game winner, man. How you living? Feeling good, man, you know, uh, balling digitally and in real life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> I'll let for sure, man. Hey, man, you can't stop a baller from balling. You hear me? <laughs> hey, man, tell me. Hey, let's start with my homeland, Ghana. Like I said, they 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 called me a sucker, a traitor. Now they all owe me money, man. Hey, hey, Cletus is so deep. One person might have to name their son after me, man. Hey, that's how sick oh, these bets got to a certain extent, man. Hey, hey I'm sorry. Hey, no. so hey. Did they run that by the wife yet, or, or what's going on? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the only way he can get about get around it if if, if he said oh. Daniel, and I say, hey man, I'm not a Daniel, so you gotta <laughs> figure it out, my G. <laughs> you might as well just pay me that cash, man. But uh, Cletus, I saw your big brother, one of the hood heroes, Emmanuel Adebayo. He was a part of the broadcast with George Adog. Ghanaian journalist. He does a great job. They were corresponding together for a network. I forgot what it was. Sorry, but Emmanuel Adebayo said, hey, Ghana, it looked like they had no focus. They just came to the tournament for a quick vacation, you know, hang out, see the motion out there and go. They, he was like, even if they advanced, <laughs> what are they going to do, man? So basically just, yeah, he, he was like, yeah, just rock. And uh, yeah, George Otto was sick. A lot of journalists are sick. Uh, people are doing rants. The coach, Chris Hewen, has already been fired. What are your thoughts, Cletus? You must be enjoying your neighbors looking lost. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know Brody got fired already. Damn. You know, I'm not on Twitter, so the, the news is a little bit slow on my end nowadays. I gotta I gotta wait for for the birds to chirp in and stuff, but damn. They freed him that fast. Hey man, he was a part of the 2022 technical team of, for the World Cup also. So they like, yeah, you tanked in that, then you became the head coach, you tanked in that. C'est la vie, man. Yeah, it's brutal. But to be honest, man, watching the game, like I think I was watching the first half on FanDuel because, you know, <laughs> it's very hard to watch the after. Hey, by the way, hey, I did yeah, get very well. very well on those books, man. Ghana not to advance out the group stage. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The others, some of those, some of them was plus 800. Hey, man, that's all I'm going to say. He would, we would have came up if we would have took that play, man. I'm telling you. I tried. Hey, I tried to say, hey, man, I said it. I, I took it. I said it. I said, hey, man, Ghana is not going out the group stage. Play, we should have went to that Patty Power shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, man, these points, though, for these groups, they geeked. I mean, you got teams winning with four points. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never no, seen that, that, that shows you that shows you the level of competition that we are at. Yep. Yeah. Is that what this is? Yeah, yeah, you know what this yeah. means? You watch hey. that's the irony of this. Yeah, watching yeah, five months true. is gonna be the same thing in Europe because in Europe the same thing be happening. When that's true. No, you're right. You're right. You're 16 right. day they advance with third place with four points. That's what be happening in a lot of these ugly tournaments when you expand it from 16 to 24. 16 is a sweet spot number. But yeah. they want to make it 24 so they can get third place teams to advance and More help hope. bigger countries get another chance if they move ugly. Hey, hey, hey I do got to make a comment on the, just a huff. Like, oh, Nana, I don't know what the fuck going on with this dude, bro. It's time for him to do that now. Bro, yeah, he, he not starting today. Like, bro, I ain't going to lie. They making Senegal look like this shit going to be a cakewalk. Like, <laughs> this shit, some of the most sloppiest football I don't ever seen, bro. Yeah, we got, bro, we be having, I don't know who that did, the team. Um, It was, it was no, it was the Muzambe. That's the most surprising team. Them and Verde got solid. Them I had spooked for their life and shit. I tried to tell people about Cape Verde. I also bet on them to advance and hey, man. Doing well, man. <laughs> Hey, Equatorial Guinea winning their group against Wait, Nigeria. That's an upset special. Ivory Coast, the host nation. See, I was gassing up their midfield last week. They're in third place. They need a miracle to advance. Mm. Hey, what's up with Buddy from today's game where he had the handball off the corner? Oh, uh, he thought he was Barcelona, man. He thought VAR existed. He, yeah, yeah, he, he thought it was back in the day. Forgot Henri got away with it as well against Ireland to advance to the 2010 World Cup for France. Remember that? It's levels. They ridiculed him, yeah, because it's no VAR. Now we even Afcon has VAR, and that's one thing I will give credit for. Even though the football has been ugly, the VAR has been on point. They could teach the <laughs> Europeans how to use that shit. They've been striking every VAR call. Nothing ugly. No con. You haven't heard any controversy about any ref call in this tournament. Even remember the last time when the ref got the heat stroke and canceled the game early. You Five minutes heard, early. Yeah. You haven't heard nothing. So I'll give them credit for that. But yeah, for Group B, you got Cape Verde and Egypt advancing. 
Egypt only had three points. See, three straight draws. Mohamed Salah's out for a month. So we'll see what happens. Hey, then. Dan, my, my, my question to you is, let, let's let's just get back to the real conversation we want to talk about. Ghana, How did you lose two-goal lead in 10 minutes? Yeah. And it's not the first time this has happened. Yeah, it's not. Why, why did the goalie touch the ball hmm. on the way out? It's Paola, man. Richard Ofori, yeah. We're going to get to him. That like, was why, why are the Ayu boys against Mozambique? Jersey? Jordan Ayu makes both penalties. The second penalty, Kudus wanted to take it. Jordan Ayu rushed up. He took it well. He made it. They up 2-0. Chris Hutton makes some subs. Similar. It reminds me of how, like, Pep against Real Madrid when he made the subs. Like, hey, like, let's get in cruise control. Just pass around in the game. And then, hey, hey, don't work out. But the difference was in this one, there was no extra time to try to get a goal back. And then an extra time, we know what happened to City. And Arsenal, I said Arsenal, see? Because it's the same thing. Arsenal, they trick off the same way. But in Ghana's case, they got a lot of ineptitude, man. They got a lot of players that ain't that good. Certain moments, they can be solid. But when it comes to closing games, managing games, they don't know how to do it. And that's what came to bite them in the end. The same thing happened in the first match against Cape Verde. They gave up a goal in the 92nd minute. So they lack focus. They don't know how to close games. When you look at the goalkeeping situation of Ghana, it's trash. Richard Ofori is weak. He don't even start for his club team. Lawrence Atiziki is weak. Joseph Wellicott's weak. You look at the back line, the center backs between... Uh, Salisu and Juku are solid, but the fullbacks are an issue. Uh, Gideon Mensah defensively on the left side is good, but attacking, he's eh. And on the right, we had a senior citizen, Dennis Adoya, right back. Alidu Sisu just made a bigger move in France. Salute to him, but he is nothing going forward. He didn't call up Tariq Lamptey because he don't even play for Brighton. So, hey, you have no versatility in your attack. We already know it's Kudus or die. Today or yesterday, they got two penalties from Jordan. Wasn't enough. The double pivot between Samed and Ashimiru, eh, you missing Thomas Partey. It is what it is. Your front, your front three, and Naki Williams, he made the foolish mistake for Egypt to get the equalizer in the second match. He's terrible. You have two wingers who are former strikers who couldn't score so they had to move to the wide okay then you have up front you have anton semenio they're just press boys kudos is the only true finisher on the team we have a it's not like we don't have other talented players that's why chris Hewen got fired we got osman bakari balling in the champions league he don't play we got ernest normal balling in france for Lyon, but he only plays 20 minutes in the tournament it's not like we don't have talent. They're just not calling them. Kurt Araku, terrible president. The government being involved with selection. The FA being in shambles. Don't forget, this is a country that a few years ago, the National League had to get canceled by FIFA because of corruption. It's still going on. Ghana peaked 2010, going to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. After that, they made two finals in AFCON, lost in 2015 to Ivory Coast.
But the 2014, that's when the crack started. Y'all will remember, I was covering this for World Soccer Talk. Ghana had to fly money on a plane to pay players because they weren't paying players. Look at what's going on. You have to twerk for mediocre talent to play for your country instead of developing your own native land. And we were talking about this before the pod. Sorry if I'm going on the diatribe, but hey, it is what it is. When you look at Ghana and any country, even in America now, the most popular soccer league is the Premier League. Everyone is watching the Premier League and is obsessed with the Premier League. We are Premier League fans because it's the most talented league. It's the league with the most money. So it creates the biggest, you know, depth of coach. Look at the quality of the coaches. Look at the quality of the players, the pitches, stadiums. It is what it is. But that takes away from everyone's national league. When you, It's not a coincidence that Italy, now that Serie A's flopped and falling off, they can't even qualify for the World Cup. Where do their best players go to develop? There, but the quality isn't the same. You look at France, they're the best country that develops their local players. That's why they ball all together. They all play together since their kids at Clairefontaine, the best academy for developing uh, players. Even Germany, look at the national team. Claytis can break it down. A big part of it is Bayern overbearing the country has made it a warm, basically a warm, a worm that eats up everything so that who else develops? You look at Kai Havertz, he, you saw maybe he could be special. It's not working out. Werner, he, but what happened to them? They came to England and got cooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sane, he came to England, he was balling, but something happens. He goes home, he has to go through some things, but he's finding his form. Mm-hmm. But it's still just relying on Bayern to save you. Mm-hmm. And with Ghana, even Brazil, sorry, I looked it up. The 2002 World Cup team, 13 of the 23 players played in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Now look at how Brazil sucks. Because everyone's twerking to go to Europe as soon as they turn 18. The same thing with Ghana. Our domestic league used to be one of the best leagues in Africa. Arguably the best. Hearts of Oak, Asante Kotoko, they used to be the best teams in Africa. Winning trebles. Mm-hmm. Now they're trash. And the, if you see it all permeates through every level. Once you twerk for the international leagues and you stop caring about the domestic product, then it falls off. Even in America, America has the talent to be special, but we're too busy trying to get Lionel Messi and old people to come play here instead of why couldn't Christian Pulisic become a Don over here and then go to Europe at 22, mm-hmm. 23. That's what I love about Neymar. He went to Europe at 21, but when you went, when he went, he was already a world-class player. He showed he became a world-class player in Brazil. Well, that's how it used to be. Uh, Marcus, I'm sorry for my rant, but how do you feel about Ghana choking and what you've seen in AFCON overall, man? Because I'll get back to that table soon. Um, It's a bit confusing. Kind of like how you said, Chris Hewton's, like tactics, pretty trash. Um, I wanted to do that, work at uh, Dortmund to continue to coach, but why did he? Yeah, he didn't it? want the job, man. And that was another poor hire. You see, this is the ineptitude of the FA, guys. I'm sorry again, real quick. 
He didn't want the job. He used to play for the Black Stars. He was a, born and raised in Germany, played for Dortmund. He eventually played for the Ghana national team, was a part of the first team to play in the World Cup Force in 2006. Worked as a scout for the national team, helped to identify local players mm -hmm. that can play for the national team. Goes to become a training scout for Dortmund. They beg him to come help us. They pay him. <laughs> yeah, they gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. And he said, fine, I'll do the World Cup. And after that, he said, nah, the coach of Ghana should be in Ghana. You know why he said that, though, guys? Because to mm -hmm. identify the local talent, like mm -hmm. we have talent locally. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to get these trash Europeans that aren't good enough to play for where they're really from. Yeah. And develop what we have locally. Because even right now, our best local, our best players are the local players. Kudus is from Ghana. Mm -hmm. Partey's from Ghana. Samet is from Ghana. Bukhari, Noamad, they're all from Ghana. None of our European niggas are our best players. And Nike Williams is trash. Semenyo's up. Juku is good. I'll give him props, but it's like taking pride in your in your uh nationality in a way that there's a uniqueness in how y'all ball. And no matter what these other guys are doing to twerk to get internationally known, we actually got ballers here that can play the sport uh <laughs> put the ball in one net and keep the ball from another. You know what I'm saying? Like that simple. And so now that's tight. Um, I understand. Yeah, it's like when you look at even Cletus can speak to this. Cletus, talk about Togo, that 2006 team that qualified for the World Cup. When you look at the nucleus y'all had, but it was led by a star player in Adebayo. But of course, they still had talent to build on that. But what do you think happened? Because I think it happens to a lot of nations. Um, the ability to develop the youth or develop to just build within the country is like we more so just look overseas trying to find the ones that are playing in France, playing in, you know, yeah. England. As opposed to, again, like you said, not trying to like find our talents back home and maybe give them the resource to develop, you know, in Togo or develop somewhere else and then incorporate them into the team moving forward. Because this is the same thing that happens with a lot of African countries like there's talent, but like we're so geeked off of like, oh, he plays in Europe, so we gotta have him, or he's in Europe, so he, his his ability is better than what we have back home, and then you know it's, it fails every time. Yeah, man, and that's the thing. It's like we see the potential, and yeah, it is an ugly tournament, but it's entertaining as hell. You see funny things like Equatorial Guinea's striker is a, a right back for his club. <laughs> hey, but that's the joy of AFCON. My man's name, Emilio Nussi. He's a 34-year-old right back at the third division of Spain for Alicante. But right now, he is the striker for Equatorial Guinea. They won their group over Nigeria, and he has four goals in three matches. He's leading the tournament in goals. And for his club, he's a right back. That's the joy of AFCON, man. Right. Hey, did you it's see really your football? No one has a position. Every yeah, yeah. whatever you're the best at, go do it. Nigga. Yeah, yeah. That's what I you love about it. Go people. play. Did, did you see Senegal and Guinea about to wreck and Nabi trying yeah. to calm them down? Like, yeah, come on. Uncle. Yeah, he was an yeah. uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They take your attitude. You yeah. do that, you do that in Germany, so they're gonna act just like you. Yeah. And then did you see what happened the second goal when Mane had the assist and how Senegal was faking? Hey. 
like you said, Senegal, they're the only team undefeated, 3-0, and no losses, no draws. They look strong. Uh, Egypt looks mid. Well, their best player is gone, and, you know, El Nenny's starting in midfield. I mean, that's what I'm about to say. They got no young talent. Like, what the world, bro? Yeah, man. And uh, Group C, Senegal has nine points. Like I said, Cameroon advanced with uh, four, second place, and Guinea is on standby, third place with four points. What is Algeria? Because I did watch that game. They I got that. eliminated. I was just about to talk to that group. Oh I'm glad God. you mentioned that. They won AFCON 2019. Now they still depend on senior citizens, Mares, and all of them. It's cooked. Benacer. Yeah, they're cooked. Angola advanced with seven points. Burkina Faso with four. Shout out to them. They they have a nice Yo, play. They, they be getting lit when they score the goal, bro. Yeah, man, I fuck with them. Uh, Maritana is third with uh, three points. And then Algeria fourth. What a shame. Even Group F, Tunisia, they used to be nice. They finish, or well, they're not done yet. It's, they'll continue tomorrow. These are the last four, uh, eight teams left. Mali, South Africa, Namibia. They each have a chance to advance. Tunisia is done. Or maybe they can win and get is tricky. And then Group F, you got Morocco, Congo, Zambia. They have a chance, and even Tanzania. So we'll see with that, but... Have y'all looked at the Asian Cup? Because that is hilarious too, man. I call that the Stress Cup, bro. Outside of um, Japan, ain't that where my boy Endo at? This yep, man yep. putting out great, bro. Minaminu could be back in the Premier League the way this mother uh-huh, ever playing, bro. <laughs> and Clay, go get your uncle, okay? We gave him back, and I'm pretty sure son will give him back after them tactics because that shit is dry. Hey, man. Hey, Got your me... best dribble on the bench. Come on, dog. Hey, Qatar is advancing with nine points. They're amazing. Tajikistan advanced with four points. China, all those billions of people, nobody can score a goal for you. You're eliminated. Lebanon, Sayonara. Group B, Australia with seven. Uzbekistan with five. Syria, four. India, all those billions of people, no goals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. They got Bollywood, but they can't make a soccer play. See what they're they doing. I remember a few years ago, Marcus, you might remember this. They try to make some pitchers go to the Pirates farm system. I was like, this is what y'all doing instead of trying to find a midfielder? Hey, man. Hey, bro. They play, so cricket. they play cricket, bro. They don't, they don't true, play. But, yeah, but hey, don't they see the racks that uh, soccer players get? <laughs> One of my homies, shout out to Kashif, man. He told me the cricket players, hey, man, hey, he in the same way. I told him some soccer contracts. He said, hey, my people need to play football. Yeah, that's what he told me. He said he, he said his son loves Salah. Look what he's doing. He's not going to tell his son to play cricket. Hey, man. Hey, Group C, Iran, nine points. United Arab Emirates. Four points. Palestine, four points. Yeah, you know, there was some payola involved. Allegedly. Hey. They all finished 1-1-1. One, one, one. Oh. And you look in them flags, you can get confused. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Like, oh, which one had the right goal difference? I don't know. Hey, hey, hey it's a lot of Rui Hachimoras out here on the pitches, bro. I'm confused. Oh, there's a homie named Zion Suzuki. He's a goalkeeper, Zion. 
Bruh, I'm confused watching some of these games. From Alabama and Japan. Hey, he was he was linked to United over the summer too. Yes, he was. Yeah, look, look, they were looking at the Japanese <laughs> African. That's what they yeah. were doing. Yes, hey, man, that's what I'm saying. That Asian cut. Hey, man, this <laughs> one is another another hot war. I mean, not a war. I mean, oh, alleged. Uh, sorry, I'm getting flashbacks. In this group, Iraq, Japan, <laughs> Indonesia, and Vietnam. So, you know, sorry for that. But Japan, yeah, they in trouble. Hey, they said they group up on purpose, bro. <laughs> well, they play Indonesia tomorrow, meaning when the podcast drops the 24th at 6.30 a.m. Eastern time. Please believe I'll be up watching that because they each have three points they plan to advance. Iraq has already advanced. Vietnam, you're cooked. Uh, Group E, shout out to Jordan, but mm, uh, they got four points. South Korea, four points. Bahrain has three. And Malaysia, they can't do nothing. But hey, more matches to play. And then Group F, Saudi Arabia, six points. Mancini left Italy for them, and he's balling immediately. Uh, Thailand, four points. Oman, one and Kyrgyzstan zero. So, yeah, man, shout out to those tournaments. We'll be keeping y'all updated. But, uh, hey, let me ask you this, Cletus. What happened to Bayern Munich this weekend? The first time in four years we failed to score a goal at home. And guess who the coach is? Uh, TT. He does it again. The record breaker. <laughs> it's an embarrassment, man. Watching that game, we we had no creativity. But I think his hate for Goretzka and Kimmich is just like it's blinding him. I don't know why, you know, Guerrero came in the game before somebody like Goretzka. It's just the tactic was just all over the place. Um again, you need somebody like Mueller to play. If you're gonna pull out Musiala, but even then Muller has shown that he's able to produce and like, you know, kind of feed Kane the way that Kane wants to be fed, even though Sonny does it at time. So it's like the pieces are all there to help the team progress and you know do what it needs to do. And I think like the team itself knows how to play. Like, I don't think you need to tell these these guys like pass it to B, pass it to C, and then when you get it, pass it back to B and then cry. Like, you don't need to like this Byron team has been together for years they they have their own mentality of playing like you could put them out there and just you know make little tweaks and they could do it but like with Tucho he tries to overcomplicate a lot of things and he's just he's not a good coach he's not a good coach but he wins trophies Cletus I mean no he does not no he he, he no, he won he, the Bundesliga he, with him. No, no, no. He won the Champions League with no, him. No, this, this is your big brother. No, 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 no. He took PSG hey, to a hey, final. Hey, hey, please, please, please. Mm-hmm. The ga- I, I wrote the gas already. I haven't sparked it yet. Oh man. Thank you. I don't. I don't want to spark it yet. I, I don't. I don't need that stress yet. But if you look at the record, the PSG thing is very helpful. Who was you competing against? Your only main focus was the Champions League, and you you it a few times until you got to the final, and then you furred it again. Hey, man, it wasn't his fault. Neymar and Mbappe and, and Di Maria forgot they shooting boots. Mm. I mean, hey, it's cool. Why, why didn't you get them the year before that? I mean, you feel me? And when you got to Chelsea, you kind of, like, rolled off the hard work that... Yes, Jesus, that's cool. The, the fact that it got them to a final is amazing. They haven't even been to the quarterfinals since he left. 
I mean, yeah, I mean that 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 team. I, I'm not gonna talk about that team because look, look what they're in the Champions League with you, no, man. That's yeah, no, 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 bro. I'm not. Come on, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Thanks for the you trophy. You told me the right. Champions League is the pinnacle of the sport, and if anybody thank you for the trophy, it, must thank, be you. thank you for the trophy. Goodbye. Hey, quick Ooh. question, man. I got a question. Not moving. Hey, Clay. I got a question, and this can go for anybody. But like, where do we draw the line though between like a team performance, like individual players' performance, and what the coach has done and what the what the manager's done? Because sometimes I think that 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 can be a little blurred, and that can be a little, you know, we tend to to blame one or the other a little too much sometimes. I don't know. So I see you got a problem with Tuchel, but. Like what? What exactly? Like what? What? What about his tactics? What about his selections? Are really like throwing you for a loop? Because at the end of the day, the players still got to get on the pitch and perform. Yes, that's true. But when you look at the lineup and the player selection that he's chosen, and and the games that he's chosen the players in, is not. It doesn't feel as if he sets up the team as best as possible or to win. And he has this mentality where like he feels like. He's trying to do the pep thing. Oh, today, if I play Davis as a attacking midfielder, we're going to win instead of him playing left back. He has that lost mentality that he's so special that one little change will, will be remarked as one of his greatest achievements ever. When all you need to do is put Davis as left back, you put Musiala behind the striker, and we move on with our lives. He overcomplicates every selection. Big games, you think that certain players will start because of, you know, their performance, but they don't play. You know, same thing happened. I think, like, it was Coleman, like, start of the season. We're like, why isn't Coleman playing? Coleman's healthy. He's coming off the bench. He's still assisting. He's getting goals. Like, remember at the start of the season, I was telling you guys that Coleman was the best winger in the world, right? I was saying that. Yeah, you were talking that nonsense. Yeah, I was. But but again, look 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 what was happened. Our, our coach doesn't see talent. He doesn't know talent, and he got the boy back back. You know, playing on the wing. I mean, he came back from an injury recently. But like even then, like it's bro. I, let, let's free this guy, man. He, he's not bro. alienated. Joshua Kimmich. You didn't yeah. even mention that he's misused. Oh. Thomas Muller. That, that's a whole that's a whole different situation because he's saying that oh Kimmich isn't good enough to play the six. He's not a six. But on national team, Julian is playing. Kimmich is a six. And he wanted he, trouble as a six. He even came out and said, you know, yeah, I don't know why people at Bayern are now all of a sudden saying that Kimmich is not a six because before I even came, he played as a six. He won as a six. He played for me as a six. He was playing on the national team as a six. So I don't know where this confusion is coming from, but I'll continue to play him as a six. So it puts Bayern in a situation where, like, oh, do we need a six or can we give Kimmich a try again or do we believe the words of Tuchel? But Tuchel hasn't proven anything. And even, you know, like you said, the, the Kimmich situation, Goreska situation, the Mueller situation, I think the Mueller one was more of a board situation because if the board was to let Mueller go, it would have been a real issue, not within just like the locker room, but with the fan base and you know how, like, the Byron fans get at the annual meeting. And I think Mueller is one of those individuals that if the if the board would have let his contract run out the way they did someone like, you know, maybe um, like a, like a Schweinsteiger or, like, you know, like a, a Lime, like, they, it would have been an issue because Mueller is a Byron product in and out. 
He's a key member of the locker room. He is like number two, like in you know, like in the locker room, but even behind like Rumenega, like and all those guys, like it's really Muller that's that's next up. So it's like you can't lose his leadership, his his work ethic, like the Bayern identity without having a next breed coming in. So Tucho, he has a lot to face. I do honestly feel like at the end of the season he is gonna leave because Bayern is a team and a in a and a was an organization based on success, you know, very much like Madrid. So if you if you're not succeeding, you're not proving something, like adios. You saw how it was last season when there it felt like, you know, Nagelsmann going on a ski trip and all the extra stuff. It wasn't he wasn't focused enough. Adios. And especially if you don't win the league after last season. <laughs> LOL. Go, you're a Dortmund boy. Go back. Hey, man, but it's never cruising, man. Do you trust them to hold on? Yeah, man, never cruising. Had another comeback victory today, but hey, man. I mean, not today, but on the weekend. Yeah, Leipzig, yeah. Against Leipzig, that was a great match. Two, three. Uh, I was in amazement looking at Leipzig's front four. I felt like, you know, not to be too over tactical, but I felt like that 4 2 2 2. And I feel like because Openda, Sesco, Shimans, and uh, Omo, that's a talented front four. I get why you want Omo and Simons out wide because they're dope dribblers, but I don't know, man. Sesco, he's a young player. He has a lot of talent, but he's not ready to start. I think uh, if you put Paulson at the 10, maybe you have more balance, but it's a fantastic match. Uh, that Heinkepi, your boy from Ultimate Team, Anthony, he had the oh. game winner in the 91st minute off a set piece. Okay. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Nice. Right off the far post. Nah, it was uh, a little kick and then cut. Okay. Yeah. All right. Drop to him. All right. Yeah, nice. real smooth. But uh, do you think uh, Leverkusen can win the Bundesliga, Marcus? Yeah, man. I'm I'm putting all my chips on that, bro. Whoa. Okay. Hey, take the odds now, man. Because uh, Thomas, he's a geeker. And then what is that? We got people leaving the club today. As we record, it's a lot of geek stuff. Like, um, if Thomas come out there, what is it? They got another head to head, right? Yeah, they do. It's like the third, it's like February 13th. I think I seen the ad. They doing a good promo. Um, <laughs> yeah, if they lose, if Bayern lose that, they will have a, the Leverkusen gonna have the confidence to ride that, hopefully, to ride that momentum. Hey, man, they're gonna have to lose eventually. They, oh, they, yeah, they're gonna lose. He's in the undefeated. As they say, they're going to probably lose one of them banana peel games or whatever them English dudes kept saying. They're going to lose one of them, but um, I think Byron got a couple losses in them, bro, because they're getting frustrated with Thomas. The next uh, showdown, guys, is uh, from what I'm seeing, February 10th. Okay, I was, I was three home. days off. Yeah, February 10th. It's a Saturday, 1230 Eastern time. Uh, right now in the league, Leverkusen is 15-3. and three. They have 48 points. Uh, Bayern has played in 17 matches. They're 13-2-2 two two with 41 points. 
Ephraim, do you think Leverkusen can win this league? Do you think they will win this league from what you've seen? I'm riding with Xavi. I'm riding with Xavi Alonso. Let's go. I'm with Marcus on this. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They time, yeah. but they never cruising. They they never win. They always choke. Fair. And and look, they may like you guys said, they may lose a couple matches here and there, but I don't know. I think I think uh old old Munich is is ready to lose a few more though. So it just seems like a little unstable there right now. A little, a little questionable about what's going on with the team and with the management and with the with the you know the people leaving, like Marcus mentioned. Uh, I think the technical director or, or their director of football. What, what is he? A technical director? Uh, um, Nape, I think is his name. His last name, uh, Marco Nape, just rolled out. So it's a lot of uncertainty there. And I and I yeah yeah I'm behind him for the past ten years. Right. So, yeah, I think Leverkusen got a chance to squeeze out the uh, the bonus league. It might it might be hot at the end, but I think they're going to win. Yep. Uh, according to Fabrizio Romano, uh, he was key in the Harry Kane, Kim Min-Jae and Delic deals and also helped in scouting and getting young players like Alfonso Davies and Jamal Musiala in early. But you know they won't tell you his clunkers. You know, hey, they go hide all that. That's what. Oh yeah, they never go. Yeah, they never go full depth into what you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Chupa Moting. Hey man, that's your big brother. He's still there, backup striker. Hey, as a backup striker, hey, uh, decent. And that's what I mean about player selection, where this guy will put Chupa Moting over Thomas, knowing damn well that Chupa yeah, we, we would need this before. Yep, would need sixty shots. Before he'll get one on target, before he'll score, and it's like he's not creating nothing else. It, even when he like the way he dribbles, just look like a fuck nigga, bro. Granddad, <laughs> everything he does is just like how how have you lasted this long? And that's why he's gonna now officially enter the category of traffic. Oh man, whoa, whoa! Wow. He's he's in the traffic category now. He's he's money laundering now. I need to talk to Rummenigger. Is that what we're doing? Well, you said his name differently, but we'll move on. Anthony, <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> that was dangerous. Whoa, you got something to tell us, Cletus? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you still speak German now? Hey. I know wow. he's your brother, but take it easy. Scheiser. Scheiser. Got it, my man. Hey, Dan, you got to fire it up today. Hey, hey, the guest, uh, I already spoke to guests. Hey, before a, hey, if you guys don't mind, I'm just gonna sprinkle in random nonsense about Ghana throughout throughout the rest of the show. Anthony, go ahead. Will Leverkusen win the league in your in estimation so far? Yeah, I think so, I, and I hope so for the sake of you know change, mm. man. You know, eleven yeah. street league titles for buying something needs to shake. Something needs to shake, and if it happens to be at the the hands of Thomas uh, Tuchel, then that's and, what's up. And Harry Kane, yeah, Harry He's Kane still, still losing. I, yeah, I saw Harry Kane has never won a trophy, and Kingsley Coleman has never not won a trophy. Yeah, he's never lost. Something's one of these things is breaking this year. Every year. Yeah, I don't so. know what it is. The common denominator. It starts with a T. 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 But, he, but he wins. By the way, Ghana are about to hire their seventh head coach in the last six years. Trash. Anyway. Hey, hey! I, I yeah, told so, so who picks up the Bayern's uh, uh, managing position? Mourinho, huh? Hey, 
He disrespected the Bundesliga when Pep send, went there and said a kit man can win the league. See, <laughs> you can't go there now. You can't say a kit man can win the league and then go get desperation trophies. <laughs> Just wait for Chelsea or Portugal. Okay. Same, bro. The, the, the third coming is, is, is on its way, bro. Yeah, man. Ghana said they were going to pay each player uh, 30000 if they advance, but they still haven't paid the Black Queens, the women's team, any money yet. And then they also haven't paid the juvenile under 15, under 17, and under 20 coaches. So they wonder why they can't develop nobody if they can't pay nobody. But anyway. But Leverkusen, they got a shot, though, y'all. Hey, man, I'm rolling with them. Victor Boniface is hurt, but he's coming back soon. They get in miracle wins. I'm with you guys. I think a time has come. Never cruising will become anything as possible cruising. And, hey, maybe they might go undefeated and really do something. If they do that, go undefeated, winning their first title, and Bayern never went undefeated, we're going to have a different discussion for that. That's hey, a different level of invincible. Does that does that take a, a race 11 years of dominance? If, if I well, No, nah, it doesn't, but it does kind of like – It does almost make it look crazy. Like they just topped your everything, every individual season you had just by going undefeated. And then in your streak, that would that be crazy. Yeah, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna go sign Shabby right afterwards. I'm about to say, hey, you took the words out of my mouth, Marcus. I was thinking, what what what's Shabby gonna do after this? If they win, what are you gonna do? You think he's gonna stay? No, nah, the thing with Shabby is he could go to Barn because he has a really good relationship yeah. with, with uh Yuli Hernis and Rumenegger. So it's like he's 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 liked, he'll get the backing for sure. I don't think they'll put pressure on him. And I think with with him, there'll be a little bit more like, you know, like it'll be like a pep situation where like we're open to you trying new things the first season and second season kind of like kick off from there and then, you know, deliver trophies. Um, But yeah, honestly, in Xavi's case, man, the, he could go anywhere. Like if he wins the league this year, which I, I'm kind of praying he does. So that way we kind of wake us our, ourselves up and, and get rid of the bum uh, Thomas Tuchel and clean house. But yeah, I think he's he's in a good position to win the league. Like Byron definitely is gonna pick up some more losses. I, I I'll tell you that with that with that guy in the, in the coaching stand with his tactics, I can see us losing two more games or maybe drawing a game and then losing the game. And like after that, you know, Never Cruz is gonna like run away with it. Mm. And I think that's gonna wake up everybody else in the league and they're probably gonna be like, okay, where can we invest or where can we maybe compete or try to emulate what you know, Leverkusen has done it, maybe beat Bayern in the long run instead of competing with them and then falling off after the winter break. I hear that. That makes sense, man. And from 2008 to 2017, Ghana made the semifinal of every halftime. Now they can't get out the group stage in their last two events. Anywho, Cletus, what's going on with Chelsea, man? You guys were acting like uh, Mauricio Pochettino was under surveillance, and then you guys... Cook Middlesbrough 6 1. You're going to the final of the Carabao Cup. You must be excited. A trophy might be loaded. Yeah, you know, for the basic Chelsea fans, they, they clap, they rejoice, and they, 6 1. And, and they run the streets like, 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 like dummies, you know? Oh. But, but me, but I, with the I, the Ooh. football I, I say, oh, okay. great game. You know, you score goals. I like the link up plays here and there. But why can't we not elevate this uh, to another level when we're playing against real competition? Why are we not consistent? 
you know, why are we waiting until the last minute to score a goal from a penalty? And that's my thing is like, we were getting better at creating chances because last year we couldn't create shit. Now we're creating, but it's like, again, we don't have the personnel to score goals. And we, we like, we overlook it and try to act like it's not a big issue. It's a very big issue. Like, I think the, the first goal that we had was Raheem coming in the box and trying to give Brogia an assist. Brogia didn't score that goal. The defender scored the goal. All Brogia did was trap the ball and bounce back up. Before he could even kick it, the defender already scored it for us. So it's like, besides that, I didn't think Brogia did anything else when I was watching the highlights. I didn't really see him being involved much. Yeah, he had like a few little moments here and there. But again, we don't have guys to score goals. Yeah, Cole Palmer got a you know his nice tap-in goal. Again, he shows me that he came from City because he scores like a City nigga. And you know how that is? One touch. Everything, one touch. When you're in the box, one. You don't you don't try to trap, turn, no. Adjust your body, one touch, go. So the rest of the guys need to learn that. Um, Mighty, I think Mighty Wake is his name. I keep forgetting his name, bro. Yeah, Noni. But, yeah, Noni. Yeah, Noni pulled up. Um, his goal is gonna go in regardless, even though the defense, <laughs> that, that shit was like when you see certain shots, you're like, it's a goal. Like you could, it's a goal. So I, I'm happy that like when he's coming on now, like he's he's producing, like he's giving Pochettino something to think about. You know, I still wouldn't start Nani as you know a nigga in the league. Nah, I'm sorry, bro. I fuck with you, but you're still gonna come off the bench. But like at least now, like you're showing value to the team. You're showing that you know you can contribute something. Um, you know, I'm happy we're going to Wembley. Pochettino said he's desperate for a trophy. I'm I'm sure that you are. Hey, man, know, let, he won some trophies in France before too. The Tuchel special. He's, he, he's desperate for a trophy in England. You know, he's desperate. <laughs> let's, be honest, let's be honest. But I but, thought the yeah. Carabao Cup was barely a trophy. Now, oh, what's happening? People I, I like said, United, including me. That's what that's what he said. I'm, I'm just I'm just laying oh. with the coach. Who said you know? that? Hey, you know the, the guy. Hey, you know we were laughing at United. How happy y'all were for yeah, the yeah, remember it was a it was a it was a sports drink uh uh trophy last year. Yep, yep exactly. Yeah, remember that was that was the yeah, I got the receipts. Yeah, it was a sports drink uh <laughs> trophy. Yeah, that was a mic moment. I'm I just want to make sure you and Mike say keep that same energy. <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey, whoa, if y'all win, if y'all win, whoa, 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 time. That's out. all I'm saying. Just keep the I, same energy. I, I never said that. Fair well, enough. I give you that. But some people in the chat were saying that. Man, yeah. that. I, 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 I just got to clear my name, man. CYA. <laughs> I've been in corporate America too long. Oh, man. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, so, Ephraim, how did you feel about the match, man? 6-1, Chelsea's in a final. Do you think this trophy can help, you know, bring some positivity to their season? Yeah, I do actually, because yeah, regardless of how we view it, I know we joke around about it. Look, the players going to play, regardless of how we think, they're going to think it's, it's a trophy. Game. It is right. a trophy. And of course, it's going. I think. Look, people laugh about United now because they they some shit this year, but I think that's yeah. what helped United out a little bit last year, winning something like that. Yeah. Absolutely helped Chelsea out. Look, they what they they making up points now. They're climbing up the the Premier League. I think they were ninth now, eighth. Uh oh. Huh? So yeah, oh, and then, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, I think they can they, they'll they'll gain a lot of confidence if they end up uh, winning this trophy. They got a big big uh if Liverpool beat Fulham. 
That's going to be a big deal, though. That's going to be a big hurdle to climb. So I, I, I got them. If they can beat – if Liverpool lose to Fulham, I think Chelsea going to win the cup. But other and than that – yeah. derby. That's the West London derby right there. And you are correct. Uh, Chelsea is ninth place now. Right. Like 31 so eight, points right behind you guys. Exactly. So – and I was talking all that shit about y'all not catching up. But, I mean, <laughs> honestly, y'all are, obviously. So, right yeah, man, like, cups will, cups will give you confidence, regardless of how we view them. So – Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, congratulations to Arsenal. They won 5-0 against Crystal Palace. The Derby Tour finally ended with a victory. You know, Gabriel with a goal to start it off. It looked like he had another goal, but it was a Dean Anderson own goal. Troussard with a nice finish on the counterattack. Oh, actually, the one I'm referring to, the beautiful counterattack started by David Raya with Martinelli scored back-to-back goals in the 94th and 95th minute. That was hilarious. But, hey, hooray to Arsenal. They finally got a win. And hooray to Anthony. He finally got rid of Calvin Phillips. Brought him to London at West Ham. How do you feel about getting rid of this guy for at least a few months, Anthony? Man, I'm honestly... I feel sorry for Rodri, man. His ba- his official backup is gone. Well, he wasn't using him anyway. I, I mean, he wasn't really the backup. Let's be honest, man. Man, that, that should be. As long as you look on the sideline and you see that smile, you Ooh. know at least somebody's there. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? But now, I guess he's gone. You're right. He wasn't that much of a use. And you uh, guys aren't bringing anybody in. People are speculating this means Paquetta's going to come in the summer. But who knows? You know what I'm saying? We may have to just deal with what we have now. I don't think we're bringing somebody in this window. Except for that, potentially the young homie from Australia. I said from Argentina. But I still think he's going back. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, and stay over there. True, true. To the summer as well. And by the way, look at him. Julian Alvarez. He was at River Plates playing big matches, playing Copa Libertadores. When did he come to Europe, how old was he? What, like 22, 21, 22? After Boston up in... Yeah, after Bo- yeah. yeah. And yeah. played a big role in in Argentina's... Um, yeah, second leading scorer behind Messi. And he had more goals in open play than Messi. That's another story for another day. But uh, let's, let's move along, guys. Uh... Mohamed Salah out three to four weeks, potentially. Uh, he was injured at AFCON. Uh, Marcus, you guys have won on the weekend, 4-0. Easy, easy work. Now, like uh, Ephraim mentioned, you guys are playing Fulham in the Carabao Cup, second leg. Y'all won the first match 2-1. How confident are you guys of staying in first place with Salah out for a month. Now that De Bruyne's back, uh, Erling Haaland's back in training. He should be back next week on the pitch. Uh, what are your thoughts? Robinson's back. <laughs> yeah, that's valuable. Sabasa back. Uh-oh. Trent might be back. Whoa, well, Mike, uh-oh. Now he's reaching. Mm-hmm. And in February, the midfielders is back. We, we ain't going to say their name. Oh. We ain't going to say his name yet. Because yeah, he might get hurt again. Tiago? 
relax. Hey man, but it ain't no fear, man. Like I said, it's funny that you so always made this joke. You don't get players' names on the back of the jersey. I only got one player jersey, and it's Jata, cause I know what that boy do. He go to work. Salah, walking goal. Nah, no, not mm. Mane. Back in the day, mm. I'm asking them. Them on the way. I gotta get. I want them in the vet. The the throwback uh, Liverpool jerseys. Whoa. But hey, man. It's only one current player jersey I got. Like like Ant said, the walking video game. After he get off the pitch, he going to go play clubs and, and, and ultimate team. That's why he's so next. Mm-hmm. Okay? How, how many folks you don't see shoot, miss the misfire, and then get the ball and then still score? Okay? Okay? We not worried about that. But that game tomorrow against Fulham, we trying to get the early lead and then put the young pups on. Kwanzaa should be starting. No Van Dyke. Yeah. Yeah. We might see Owen Beck. Some some folks you ain't never even heard of before. Okay? But, hey, man, we're going to get them boys out of the way. And if we see Chelsea in the final, <laughs> last time I seen Putch in the final, <laughs> They don't want that smoke, man. We ain't scared of them niggas, man. And they lost that gusto, dude. So who the hell going? Who? Chili? Who? <laughs> I just saw recent pictures in the hospital. We ain't worried about them boys out there, man. Hey, quick question, Marcus. How you feel about the slight rumors? I don't know how true they are, but rumors about Moises Caicedo being, uh, being trying to be plucked out from you guys. <laughs> who? The nigga that Chelsea paid a hundred some mil for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey man, we more so looking at homie. Um, we looking at the Brazilian homie, but our uh, Arsenal trying to line up some shit in front of summer to get him. So I don't know really. I, I honestly don't think we doing nothing in January. Hey, man, I, I hear that, y'all. But uh, did you guys know that uh, the Ghanaian media blocked the team bus from leaving because they still needed questions answered? <laughs> Anywho, you know, it's a lot of going on, guys. You guys don't even know, man. <laughs> Is that true or propaganda? I'm not making this up. I'll send you a link, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, man. I've seen Stone Boy, one of Ghana's biggest artists. He was focused in the stands. I seen uh, Sadiq Adams, one of our best journalists. He was befuddled and flustered. <laughs> this guy's a top-class journalist, a, a gentleman in a scholarship. He lost his cool. And just a, another aside, Afcon has the most beautiful women in the stands. They have the best women support. I'm telling you, you go to Afcon, you, you'll find your wife. But that's another mm-hmm. story for another day. Uh, let's you know this is champagne soccer best soccer podcast in the world and we like to celebrate trophies so salute to Inter Milan for defeating Napoli in the Italian Super Cup 1-0 Lataro Martinez with an extra time game winner it was epic and mentioned that their manager Filippo Inzaghi is eight and nine in the finals he's been in for Inter eight for nine the only one he's lost is the Champions League final when mm. Clay assist big brother Lukaku didn't know what to do on the pitch. 
Uh, <laughs> Claytis, how do you feel about Inter winning another trophy and Lataro Martinez and his poor PR? This was a tweet by RZJ77 underscore. He said Lataro has terrible PR. Top of Serie A, won another trophy. Yeah, yeah. Finally yeah. leading Serie A in Golden Boot race by seven goals. Why isn't he in the Ballon d'Or convo? Because when they try to put him up next to Messi and, you know, put him on the Messi train, he, he's, he's firing the ghost. Yeah, in the World Cup. Another, another individual that they were saying it's because of him that Messi didn't win a joint earlier. So, you know, you, you you weren't playing right with FIFA and FIFA had a W and now, you know, Alvarez is the next guy up. Who's That's the what? last Serie A person to win the Ballon d'Or? Say that too. People don't respect Serie A anymore. Just like they don't respect the Bundesliga, and the Bundesliga hasn't had a Ballon d'Or winner since 1990. What six when Matthias Sammer won? Is this an open question? Never. You're right. Yeah, Anthony's right. Pavel Nedved, the last Ballon d'Or winner from Italy. Oh no, my bad. Oh six, uh, the center back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the center oh. back. Huh? Yeah, Cannavaro. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, or maybe, or maybe uh, that summer he moved to Real Madrid. So technically, yeah, hey, <laughs> he's still a bench. Yeah, he's he still a bench. Yeah, he left Italy. So Whoa, technically, that was a that was a part of the Los Blancos. Yeah, hey, yes, he probably hey, he's a Galactico that never really got the shine. Yeah. Um, also, guys, did you guys know that when after the match, uh, journalist asked Mohamed Kudus what happened, said. I have no words. Thank you. What? <laughs> hey, yeah, man. I'm looking straight. I'm just telling y'all what's going on, man. Ghana is lost. <laughs> but Marcus, how do you feel about... <laughs> My bad. Go ahead, Cletus. Uh, honestly, I don't know why y'all don't have like a Arsenal fan TV. What, Ghana? We do. Shout out Pure FM. Shout out Countryman Songo, Fire for Fire, best sports show in Ghana. Mm. He's the one. He's going on legendary rants. I love him because he always holds the government, the Ghana FA accountable. 2024 is an election year in Ghana. The head of sport, youth, and ministry is actual government position. So whatever political party's in charge gets to hire whoever runs sports in Ghana. And then the FA is another foolish thing. So hey man, we it's in shambles. It is what that's it a is. homie. That's the homie you sent me a link of one time, didn't you? He was going off on the coach and yeah. on the Songo. Come on, man. Yeah, he was going, he was going crazy. I didn't know what the hell he was saying. The the, the translation wasn't coming up fast enough. <laughs> Do you guys know that? Each player that wins the Ghana Premier League, the team, they get $25,000. But like I said, if these guys just got out the group stage of AFCON, they get $30,000. They hustling backwards. They asked the official, how much money are you guys taking to go to Ivory Coast to spend on this? Because it's a government issue. Mm -hmm. He said, we'll let you know the fee after we come back. <laughs> Oh, gotta chop some of that money off top first. <laughs> Can't let you see all in of the, the receipts, please. please. They are respect. in the club ordering Casamigos, Don Julio, and the Don Peas, putting on a government tab. Wow. If you don't mind me asking, sir, 
can you please let us know the year you were born? I just want to just make things more clear. <laughs> I'm trying to disrespect you. I'm trying to disrespect my homeland. You good, man. 1981. The last time Ghana won the African Cup of Nations, Ephraim was one year, one years old. <laughs> Shit. Ephraim wasn't even talking yet. <laughs> now he speaks very well, <laughs> eloquently. He's on a podcast. He's a broadcaster. <laughs> Last time, Ghana. Hey, Ephraim, do you remember 1982? Hell nah. Of course. I know the, uh, the Redskins won a Super Bowl that year. That's it. I, but I had to be told another, that. Another deserted organization. Another desert. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh eat money bags. Hey man, I love your little I love your little snippets of, of Ghana information throughout the podcast. I appreciate it's, it's it. It's really guys. entertaining. It's real Thanks, fun. Guys, hey. The tweet that had me geeking was the drunk <laughs> this said this is relegation football. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> like I said, guys, Ghana only won AFCON when it was six teams and eight teams in the tournament. Yeah, it was hard to get in. But hey, man, once you win, it was a breeze. Hey, man. Let's <laughs> say the first two tournaments they won was under Kwame Nkrumah. He got overthrown by the CIA allegedly in 1966. <laughs> then they won 1978 and 1982 with the OG coach that helped win the first one. So, I mean, hey, you know, I wish the ghost of CK Jeffy can come back because we need help. Anywho, you know who else needs help? Italy. And they fans, they racist, y'all. Lukaku went through nonsense when he was playing at uh, Inter, when they were playing against Juventus. Now we have Mike Magnan on the weekend, AC Milan, their goalkeeper, starting goalkeeper for France. He's a top-class player. They played Udinese, which was unfortunate. Because Udinese, as I knew as a kid, they had a lot of African players, uh, two Ghanaian legends, uh, Asamoah Jan, our all-time leading scorer, and Kojo Asamoah. They played for Udinese, and, but their fans had racist jeers against Mike Magnon. The refs didn't do anything. He walked off the pitch. He, he came back on. Uh, Milan ended up winning in the 93rd minute by Noah Okafor, a Nigerian game winner. So shout out to him, an African scoring a game winner on them. Uh, what do you guys feel about this and FIFA's thoughts that the only way to punish fans is by, you know, docking points from their teams from racist jeering? Do you think that's the only resolution at this point, guys? Uh, Anthony. Yeah, I think the uh, <clears throat> the team should get docked, and that will encourage the the team to have their facility management, you know, security or whatever, really be tight on that. You know, it may be more signs. It it won't just be in racism, blah blah blah, all lies, whatever. The, whatever promo they try and get off, it'll really be like, nah, we can't tolerate it because. The bottom line gets affected here. We will lose, and we ain't trying to lose because we could lose money, blah blah blah. So if that's the way, man, I think I think it should work. I believe it's better than just taking knees and stuff. So yeah. Oh man, uh, Cletus, what are your thoughts, man? Syria, 
they've had this issue for a long time. Of course, it happens in all over Europe, but it seems to go the most viral in Italy. Uh, what do you think is the reason? Light them up. You know, you got you got to take their funds away, honestly. Um, for instance, let's say like a section or whatever is is you know saying some racist stuff, whatever the case may be. You know, FIFA needs to be like, all right, next match or you know, next Champions League, this section is closed off, or you have to play behind closed door and pay a fine. And then from there, you know, the second, you know, second wave or whatever happened next is gonna be points deduction, three points or whatever, six points, you know, that's gonna be it. Third time is gonna be like a 10-point deduction. So I feel like when you start hitting the clubs where it hurts them most, and that's you know, in their revenue. And then, you know, game points and stuff like that, they're then going to be like, all right, we need to take action. But when you keep doing this, you know, oh, hashtag say no to racism, taking a knee. No, we're going to walk off the field. At the end of the day, they've already sold the tickets. People have already bought the drinks. They've, they've already made the money. The game is already being broadcast. Mm -hmm. So they've already earned what they were looking to earn. So in this case, like when you really like come after their revenue, it's a different ball game because now, you know, let's say they've been, you know, subject to racism so much. Now you can't even show a game on national television. So now you're losing broadcast rights or losing all the revenue from that game being shown, whether it's in the States, UK, wherever it is, you're losing that bread. Now you don't have money for your transfers. You can't compete. You have to start, you know, like once the money's affected, then clubs are really going to be like, okay, we need to change this or we need to view the type of players, I mean, the type of fans we're letting into the ground um, or do a better job just securing, you know, our our stadium. So that way we're not allowing racist individuals into the ground. Like, they have to take that risk. They have to, you know, be accountable. You can't just say it's the players or it's the, the fans. Like, if I'm paying ticket to go to a Liverpool game, Marcus, no disrespect, but like anything that happens to me at that Liverpool game is responsibility of Liverpool FC. So they should be held accountable for whatever happens at that game. Same thing with whether city, I don't care how much money you have, but you need to hold those team and those grounds accountable. Yeah, man. For sure. Marcus, what do you think? I, I think you got to delete the points. That's the only way fans will behave. Honestly, I think it's I'm gonna pretty much echo what everybody else saying, but my first step would be you gotta delete that person from the stadium forever. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like like if you got all these fan bases and this supposed to be an ultra and he acting reckless like that, then if I, for all y'all not to get escaped for the rest of the season, you gotta go ahead and snitch. You gotta better get your snitch game on mm -hmm. and get that dude banned. And then if that don't happen, then we go for the points. And and be quite honest, we might go for the jugular, get your 10-point deduction like Everton, and then you 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 get focused that way. That, I, I think you got to go hard to make an example shit. They did with SMU. They did with Mike Vick. Shit, they need to go ahead and do it with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. E-money bags. When you see Italy being the face of all these incidents. Like I said, it happens in other places. Why do you think it goes more viral when it happens in Italy? 
or does it just happen more frequently there out of the top leagues you think yeah i don't know it, it it's it's hard to pinpoint why italy is pinpointed so much or highlighted so much maybe it does happen more there but um you know it, it, it's once again here here to, to everything y'all said I, I second everything like you know at the end of the day players you know I, look i'm all for making a statement or or protesting if you need to at the end of the day though it'll go so far yeah kneeling was good for a minute but at the end of the day what is they going to do hit them in their pockets make them play behind closed doors all that stuff needs to happen and what how if you do it in tiered in a tiered way whether you 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 deduct points to, or you you make them play behind closed doors the first time you deduct points the second time however you do it or you do both at the same time but something needs to happen with their pockets I totally agree with with all of you guys like we know money rules everything at the end of the day if you hit them hit them where it hurts and it's, it's usually the pocketbook hit them in the pocket and uh, yeah this should have start this should start dying away after a while these ultra fans these 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 ultimate fans they. They're not gonna wanna they're not gonna wanna see their teams lose points, you know, for some reckless behavior. They're gonna they're gonna check each other at the end of the day. You got some racist to say, keep it on Twitter, keep it on keep it on X. You know, they ain't they ain't regulating it there. So keep it keep it there. But it, it ain't got no place in it for the football. Tired of seeing these footballers having to be the ones to make statements. It's not, it's not, it's not they it's not their responsibility to do that. Like Clay said, it's it's and Marcus said it's up to the it's up to the to the um, facility, it's up to the uh, the team that's hosting uh, the match to make that. They have to do that. They have to empower they they uh, security. They have to you know empower the fans to to call out their bullshit, and they have to take them uh hit them where it hurts. So, but yeah, I, I, yeah, man, I, I wish I knew why Italy was the one that was always highlighted, but yeah, man, it it should got to end. This is getting old. Sure. When when me and Marcus was at um Chelsea right doing a stadium tour, when I was looking at the seats, they had like little signs on there saying say no to racism, see something, say something. And it's like, yeah, like the marketing's there, but like, are you really like implementing that? Or are you just like make just like putting out a message? And I think that's where like a lot of clubs are like kind of failing at like they're putting out the message, but they're not really implementing like the message they're putting out. Yeah, and you know yeah, these these security guys and, and ladies and whomever that is doing stuff in there, they they're they're not empowered. They're not they they're gonna be scared of like these you know soccer hooligans and 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 the ultra fans and stuff like that. They're not they're not gonna really pull them out of the stadium like that. But that shit needs to start happening though. Sorry to cut you off, man. Oh no, it's it's twelve. It's it's like they version of twelve. It's not no, it's not no little kids at that point. Mm-hmm. I, I I was about to say I, I was looking at shit. I had when I was at that game, I had about six different fake police. It was a dude tried to run on the pitch, and they they told him to go sit down, do it again, <laughs> and you're never coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. quick. See, they on it. They don't have time for games, and you know who else was on it and was out of there as soon as he could get out of there. And Naki Williams, man, <laughs> as soon as he found out Ghana was officially eliminated. He got a, on the team playing athletic Bilbao hat for him, and he's flying back to Spain. He's playing against Barcelona tomorrow in the Copa del Rey, man. Mm-hmm. That's real dedication, you see? Hey, hey Dan, who's, the, who, who's the player that got injured and went back to his team and played? Hey, man, hey, we ain't even going to say that Buster's name, man. 
He's dangerous, okay? He might be in my club. Hey, I might reveal him then, but then I... Now it's Afcon, man. You gotta love hey. it, man. Where patriotism is by the paybook, you know, it is what it is. But hey, let's have some fun after that, man. Let's lighten it up, Marcus. We need your accounts of you and Cletus's time in the UK. You were there a little longer. You hit the pitch in London. You went to a QPR match, man. Let us know. How you were living this year was your second time in the UK, right? Yeah, man. Second time in London. I, I listened to the I listened to last episode and, and um you know Clay 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 gave you his uh his south his south south side I, I heard, man. You he telling y'all about his date and stuff like that. Nah, your boy like me, I was out there in the ends, man. Your boy went you know, rent real local, man. I was out there. <laughs> I went to the QPR and Wat Watford game. <clears throat> Low key, I was trying to go to the tour because you know we were trying to go op tour part two, <clears throat> but Clay interrupted that by wanting to go to Chelsea. I that that shit is already documented. I I don't need. I didn't need to go there again. But hey, man, it it was cool. Um, yeah, that game though, it was lit, bro. To see like. It was like pretty much I got the championship side. It's different. Um, like the stance is a little bit smaller. The pretty much even if you was like up top, you, you pretty much could have had a nice little seat. But you know how I get down. I'm over there by the corner flag. Hey, I did check the clip. Your boy was on Sky. If you didn't know, man, them in all red. You know how it go. I don't give a fuck. QPR all blue, but I'm in all red. I, you know how I get down. Um, but yeah, man, you can't drink lick, so I had to have my cocoa. It was cold as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> QPR is not that good. Yeah. Watford got got their shit off. Man, my goal of the week last week would have been that boy Jake Livermore, bro, because I don't know how the hell he got that shit off, but it went top being both times. It was some next level shit going on. Um, also in the end, your boy walked that bridge. You know, I did a lot of tourist shit this time, man. Your boy blew the bag in uh Selfridge. I'll be back. Um, yeah, man. Shit, hey, like Clay said, the club scene, man. I feel like niggas would feel at home because, as we saying now. To, as Clay would say, bro, we ran the four four three three out there, bro. You know how we, you know how that go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. But the, the Chelsea tour is next because the youngin was talking to us like we was new on the scene. It was like, nah, nah, nah. We've been here before. We was telling her info that she was like, oh, y'all, y'all really, y'all really sharp. Sharp. Saying lost stuff about Ty Bowley that we know is not facts, but hey, man. <laughs> Saying he owned this stuff that he don't own, but uh, we gonna keep going on from that, man. <laughs> yeah, he probably told him, hey, tell him I own this stuff. Yeah, make me look better. Sorry. Hey, man, but it was a lot of love in the city, man. Um, Man, no disrespect, no racism, but boy, the Indians is taking over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except, except the pitch, right? They ain't touching that pitch, man. <laughs> Them noise not talking about that pitch life. Like, none of that, bruh, okay? 
me and Clay was looking for somebody to be talking about the beautiful game out there. We saw none of that. No, no sir. Niggas was looking straight on the game, okay? Okay. Like- Not worried about the games being on. But yeah, man. <laughs> the ends was nice, bro. We we was doing our thing out there, bro. We'll be back. Maybe, maybe, maybe this year, July. You, you know how that go. Quick. I dig that. I dig that. Now, I think Ephraim, you you might have to go to the UK soon, man. Your boy Daniel Radcliffe is making his move, or Jim Radcliffe. I'm geek. I'm my bad. Uh. <laughs> You guys stole an executive from Man City, Omar Bereda. You know, uh, I read in the Athletic Sam Lee's article about how this affects Manchester City. He said Bereda is basically like their Ruben Diaz in the front office. Mm-hmm. He has experience as a from as a football man, experience on the commercial and business aspect and he was a guy that could have been a replacement for the CEO Soriano or potentially for Tishki. So how do you feel about this signing and getting someone that can be a versatile asset in your front office or in Europe, they call it the backroom staff. Yeah. I think I'm going to use a little cautious optimism. <laughs> uh, only, well, I mean, look at the track we're getting United, right? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we 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 joke around and have fun with it, but I mean, it's it, in all honesty, we we don't have the best track record in the last what 10, 15 years. So, um, I'm going to be a little optimistic, but I'm also going to be cautious about it. Uh, but I think it's a good move to get somebody in there that that has the knowledge that came from a place like uh, City that has a winning culture that that's been doing it for the last you know, since what, 2008, 2009, you know, really setting it up, setting their, 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 uh, their club up for success. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy that we're moving in a, in a, what looks like a good direction. I know a lot of United fans aren't happy with uh, the fact that he only got 25% speaking of Ratcliffe, but I think the fact that, you know, if you read the statement that United uh, wrote when they hired Beretta, uh, basically saying, I'm paraphrasing, basically saying how, you know, going to put football and winning back at the t- uh, as a priority. Like, that's pretty a scathing, you know, that's a scathing thing to say to, to you know, to the Glazers in a way um, without really being direct. But I like where we're going. I like where we're, how we're moving. I think the next step, next logical step is a director of football. Uh, looks like like Paul Mitchell or, or Dan Ashworth or maybe this guy from um, – Marco uh, Nepe from uh, Bayern, you know, those are some names that, that are getting floated around in the, in the United circles. So, yeah, man, I mean, I like I like the direction moving in. It may take a couple years to get there. I mean, Ten Hag may not survive this, but, you know, as long as we're setting up a good s- structure, uh, you know, for the near future or for the future period, you know, I'm all for it. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to see something's happening. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see how much success that uh, Mr. Barada can have. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Anthony, are you sad to lose this homie, or did you ever even hear of him before he left? Man, it could have been that nigga that be sliding in his uh in his underwear after Ooh. we won the championships, 
and I would have been like, oh, that's it's that guy that left. I don't know who they got. Hey, man, I started seeing clips of him breaking things down. I was like, whoa, never seen this footage. It looked grainy, too. Like, he might have shot it himself. Yeah. But, yeah. hey, man, he was talking about certain players and how it, does it fit the profile. And then he brought in, hey, what are their salaries? That's the most important thing. Do they Does their party justify the price? And, hey, that that's a thing that United can use because you guys have been – Wasting money on people like Anthony, Sancho. So, hey, maybe having someone that does know how to identify talent and rightfully, you know, justify their wages and transfer fees, that could be a huge asset. So, yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, but it's come to that time of the show where, you know, we break down some of our favorite things that we saw in the football world or outside of it, anything in life. So, uh, Anthony, what was your champagne move of the week? Man. Guess my champagne move would have to be Brother Marcus, you know? UK trip, didn't you, uh, another year around the sun, huh? Is that what happened? Yeah, man. This yeah. Is, these are facts. Yeah, yep. man. Not Ghana facts, but these are just real life facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a champagne, that's a champagne move, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the most champagne thing anybody can experience. More life, man. So I appreciate sure. that. Shout out to that. Hey, man. My champagne move. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. It's me, man. I rightfully <laughs> let y'all know Ghana wasn't going nowhere. I told y'all Cape Verde was going to advance and they're going to be balling. And, hey, I told y'all if y'all listen to Ring Culture, Adrian Griffin, mm. sketchy individual, mm. got fired today. Hey, man, I'm just trying to help y'all out there. Hey, just tune in. Don't wave network. I got facts for y'all, and I have opinions that are based on facts. Check it out. Uh, Marcus, what's your champagne move of the week? Uh well Anthony uh I appreciate that and um I'm I'm gonna go back soccer that Joe Gomez pass to Nunez for that last goal on Borman mm -hmm. <laughs> that boy Nunez putting goals in the back of the net bruh. ten goals ten assists on the season in all competitions and they said he was washed. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, and shout out, well, well, well I'll, I'll mention him because he's in my club. I'll mention that sooner. Ephraim, what's your champagne move of the week? Uh, I guess you already kind of nailed it for me. Uh, Omar Barada's hire and and not, ne not necessarily him, but the fact that we're just making these moves that look like we're trying to actually build some structure, that structure that's long needed at United. For sure, for sure. And uh, Cletus... What's your champagne move of the week? Yeah, I'm going I'm to go ahead and give it to the birthday boy. Because uh, the way he was moving the suffrage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the youngin is, is looking in, like liking everything about the kid, about him. You got to relax. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Mm -hmm. He's looking in. We move like future. <laughs> Honest. Oh, man. Champagne goal of the week. Hey, I said it at the top of the show. I'll say it again. It was probably, if I had to guess, about 35, 40 yards out. Baby's free kick for Cape Verde. They won that match 3-0. That was a banger, man. 
Shout out to him. Shout out to Cape Verde. I mentioned it a I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I'm going to Massachusetts soon. There's a lot of <laughs> Cape Verdean women. Hey, I'm I'm waiting for y'all. Hey man, I, hey. Don't be surprised if they make the quarterfinals. Might have to bet on them again, the guys. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. But uh, Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? Man, I'm echoing that man. Former Manchester United player too. Yeah, your <laughs> yeah, boy. Man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm gonna have to echo that one. Yeah, man. Four, I think it was a forty yarder. Oof. Yeah, it was crazy. And how accurate it was the little curve on it, it was, and it was a bullet. Hey. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, Anthony, what's your champagne goal of the week? I'm gonna go with. Uh, I end up watching the highlights of Leverkusen versus Leipzig. Yeah, and crazy so, match. Yeah, classic. And so the last two goals full time will be in my my champagne goals, but specifically Hincapié's uh corner. It, it did drop to his foot. Yep, the game winner. Game winner. Um, so it was beautiful. For sure, for sure. Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Uh, I'm gonna get that joint to the to Nunez and Jata. Yeah, Whoa. it's my birthday. I, I'm gonna go with two of them. The show, the show. <laughs> Cletus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Yeah, that that bad bad goal was focus, but I'm also giving it to Ivan Tony for that free kick, but not just the free kick. The, the uncle shirt. The, the the finesse that he did, how he relocated the phone, the wizardry, and, and the, yeah, 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 Nick. we just gonna call it the wizardry, yeah, 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 yeah. You that saw people that. trolling him when he had the shirt for his uncle, and they said, "Hey, man, his uncle might have put that parlay in." Tony first goal, <laughs> excellent, excellent finish. Yeah, man, for sure. But hey, Marcus. You're the birthday guy. Hey, man. Solely right. Who you in the club with, man? Uh, the, the whole the whole champagne soccer family. The whole soccer chat. Um, I need a whole table in the back so me and my mom can play uh, Monopoly. Mm, nice. You know, because I beat her in Connect Four and I know she wants that rematch. But hey man, yeah, man. We we yeah. Hey, bring Jurgen. Bring um fashion fashion boy Trent. Um bring shit. Bring for I don't want them Timberlands. I'll take them suits that me and Clay seen in suffrage. Oh man, that Botox lady, she can can we put the rope around so she can't get in? I got a list of folks that just can't get in, but we ain't gonna go into that, man. And let, let, what, what y'all got in the section, man? I'm done. Hey, man. I'm in club calculations, you know. That's the name of the function I'm at. Club calculations, you know why? Because every time Ghana's in a tournament, we need our calculators to figure out what formula needs to happen <laughs> for us to advance. Oh, man, we need, we need Nigeria to draw. We need Mali to win. <laughs> we need Zambia to win by three goals. And then we got to win by two to advance mm -hmm. with four points. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, hey, didn't work out this time. Busters choked off those goals. Hey, so you know who I'm inviting to the club? Mr. Speechless, Muhammad Kudus, you can come in. 
You were the highest rated performer in the tournament, according to who scored. Hey, man, you're a baller. Sorry you grew up. You're born in this era, man. If you were born in 1984, hey, we might have won the World Cup in 2010. Hey, man, who knows? But who else is in my club? Marcus, of course, the birthday boy. The whole family's in the club. Champagne soccer, Dwayne Wave Network. I'm also bringing Norfolk State basketball in the club. Like I said, I was in the building when we beat Howard 65-61 this weekend. It was turned up. Uh, shout out to everybody, all the Spartans out there. It was a lot of lovely ladies, hey, man. Cletus, you might have to come to more basketball games with your boy, man. Telling you, hey, this Focus alumna, alum lifestyle, hey, man. I'm outside, man. You know me. Hey, you know, hey, man. You know it's nothing like the Howard alums, man. Shout out to all the ladies over there, man. It was great. But, uh, yeah, man. Hey, great times. But, uh, Ephraim, who are you in the club with? Yeah, Marcus, man. I'm, I'm, happy birthday. Uh, yeah, man. Bring you in the club, obviously. Um, and your boys, Dan Ghana. They need it. Nah, they nah, need nah. It. They had that. That's yeah, our they, they, they need to come back. Were, they was in a club in Ivory Coast already, man. I did buy, <laughs> buy or seen them. He said they were just here for fun. That's He said it in a nice way. <laughs> well, club, man. in spirit, I'm going to bring him in the club with me, though. I hear you. <laughs> Anthony, who you the club with? Hey, man. Even though it's Marcus's birthday, I'm bringing Pep to the club for Marcus's birthday so I can know, so, so I can see Marcus sweating. While me and Pepper writing tactics down on napkins, yeah, sick. Amen. I'm a, I'm gonna act like that black man that seen him on that bike. Oh, oh, you walking down you. on him, yeah. <laughs> hey man, don't hey watch out, Pep might shank you. He was traumatized from that incident. <laughs> Pep don't like to be pressed. Trying to press him in traffic. Oh, crazy. Hey, but Cletus, who you in the club with, man? Cole Palmer? No, 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 no. I don't need those kids outside, man. Stay in the house. Uh, <laughs> we back at Coco Cure, you know, outside. Calm, playing a 4-3-3, you know. I'm going to bring the whole Ghana national team outside with me, too. Mm -hmm. Cheer to those boys for doing what they do best, you know, giving the, the continent good laughs. And that white yeah. girl can't get better in the section, though. What, know. The what, is it? what the fuck <laughs> was she doing? <laughs> no, no entry for you. No, 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 no. It was a drip from LA. She she, she was booed from the section. No, 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 no. Huh? <laughs> no, I can't come back. Dude, I can't come in. Hey, that's crazy. But hey, man, this has been Champagne Soccer. Hope y'all had fun. Shout out to everybody that tuned in. I know I'm going to have new listeners because they wanted to hear what I was going to say about Ghana. Hope y'all enjoyed yourselves. Happy birthday to Marcus again. Got one more stat for y'all, man, before we disappear. Amen. The last time Ghana dropped, you know, and won African Cup of Nations. Number one album in the world. Thriller by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jordan was a freshman in college. Okay. And guess what, guys? <laughs> <laughs>
South Sudan didn't exist. No. All right. There's countries that just were created in the 21st century, and they are still winning matches in Africa. <laughs> they just pulled up. <laughs> All right. Promoros beat us in the last AFCON. And 10 years ago, they brought people from Ghana to help show them how to play football. <laughs> we, lit we literally showed people how to beat us. <laughs> and you wonder why you can't advance. Hey, man, we holler at y'all next week. Marcus, what we got to do before we disappear, man? Hey, man. <laughs> Until next time, keep the pinkies up.